Welcome to Seeking Equanimity. I'm your host, Doc Jana, and I'm really excited that you're taking a few moments for yourself to find peace, stillness, and tranquility. Let's journey together. Let's take a deep breath and just be present with each other. Sometimes the best meditation is just choosing this moment now. If you have the luxury of creating silence for yourself, create the now in the silence or acknowledge the now in the silence. And if you're in a life stage or a situation where there are people and animals and noises and things all around you, just sit and observe them without judgment. So take another deep breath here. And I thank you for taking a moment with me for yourself. Today I'd like to take a moment to consider normalizing different versions of yourself, both to yourself and to the people in your world. I find that we are often, it feels almost forced to show up a certain way for certain people. So whether it's the expectations of a role like mother or child or parent or employee, community member, leader, these labels and the societal expectations attached to them often have us performing in the way that we feel or we know or we believe is acceptable. If not that extreme, then at least the one where you've gotten comfortable being a certain way around certain people. I can tell you from my own life, I tend towards optimism, so I smile a lot (laughs) in person. I can often be seen laughing at myself, at the world. And so when I radiate my joy, it is an extremely joyful thing because I mean it from the bottom of my soul. I'm deeply connected to whatever that joy is and I'm willing to, to share it to the point of embarrassment. It's a superpower, I love it. And people around me tend to love it. But what has happened over time and now in my, you know, entering my fifth decade on this planet, I'm starting to realize that there's been a through line from my childhood that because this is the way I show up in the world, people can get really weird when I choose to show up differently. So think about that in your own world. Are there manners in which you show up in which you appear in the world, in which you enter into community that people are accustomed to. And for me, the telltale sign is that when I don't show up that way, everyone is concerned or someone is concerned. So 
the example, that a through line that I've seen is, <laughs> it's that ridiculous trope, right? Smile more and you'll be prettier. <laughs> so I'm a smiley person, always have been. You can probably hear my dorky smile right now. And when I was a kid, if my peers saw me not smiling, they were like, oh my gosh, what is wrong? Are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just not smiling right now. <laughs> and literally for me, I think the theme is that, that that sense of not smiling is what going in looks like in the presence of others because I don't need, I don't need silence to be present in my body or to be present with my thoughts, right? I can go in and think while the whole world is doing what it does, but that thinking looks like sadness or anger or something. It's just contemplation. And so I've had to learn to, you know, remove myself from a situation to contemplate, but that's not always possible. And sometimes when you show up in your introspection, in your introversion, in your silence, or even if you're actually having real loud, you know, sort of internally noisy frustration, sadness, anger, even, right? Those, you're allowed to be those things. <laughs> you're allowed to be those things. I mean, even more awesome if you can be those things without throwing them at people, but you can be those things. And it's important that we surround ourselves with either, I mean, it's great if you get it by default, if you happen to have a family that understands you and gives you space to be who you are, even when you're not you know, on the highest vibration, that's a miracle. But eventually you do get to choose who's around you. And my hope for you is that you're choosing people who create space for you. People who can say, oh, ooh, I can tell you're not doing okay. Like, you know, let me know if you need something, but I'll give you the space that you need. Versus adding fuel to the fire by being resentful and angry and bitter that you can't process <laughs> in a way that makes them comfortable. Ultimately, that's what it is, right? People just want to be comfortable. Um, and being close in relationship is not always comfortable. And you are allowed to retreat. You're allowed to take time for yourself. You're allowed to think. You're allowed to breathe and meditate. Um, you know, and you're allowed to not be okay sometimes. That's, that doesn't make you broken. It doesn't make you a bad partner. It doesn't make you, you know, a bad you know, child, parent, spouse, etc. whatever. It just means that you need a moment. <laughs> so let's normalize the time out. <laughs> the time out for ourselves. <laughs> Where you can just say, I need a moment. I mean, wouldn't it be amazing? And, you know, God bless all of you who have a partner that can just feel it in your aura, see it on your face and not take it personally, right? Like just recognize that, oh, wow, you're, you're going through something or you're thinking about something like, you know, let me know when you come on the other side, if you need anything. It's not easy being a people. But the good thing is that Hopefully, we can all get to a place where we can be intentional about the energies and the people we surround ourselves with so that we can normalize all different versions of ourselves, equally authentic, but allowed to be who they are when they show up.
Like, yeah, please minimize harm. Don't hurt people. Certainly not on purpose. And if you realize you're hurting people, edit your behavior. Figure out what you can do with more grace. And again, here's why. If you can cultivate silence and do that on your own, awesome. Awesome. But if you can't, try to find people who can allow you to process, help you process. If you can afford therapy, by all means, do that. Some of us have really great friends that we can talk to, too, who are almost like therapists. <laughs> Just make sure that they're <laughs> comfortable with that kind of interaction because it can be exhausting to process out loud with other people, right? That's a lot to put on somebody. So be really thoughtful about who you choose for that privilege of knowing you and understanding you and helping you in that way. Um, but also for the responsibility because it's a lot to ask. And if you're doing that to everyone you know, you probably need a therapist, right? <laughs> But we're not all in places where we can have that, right, or easily access. Do check out your employer. Employers often have employee assistance programs that are designed to help you get counseling you need when you need it. So if you're a working person uh, in the United States and abroad, there are um, situations that offer that. So figure out what resources you have. And I encourage you to experiment with and work with being more fully who you are whenever you need to be because pretending to be outside of the state that you want to be in this moment is exhausting so let's breathe one more time and just consider who we are and whether we feel limitations on that energy and where you feel limitations on the energy of who you are Invite openness. Breathe in spaciousness. And know that in this place that you cultivate for yourself, you can always just be. Take a few more breaths and I will mind the time. to be. No judgment. Begin to open your eyes if they were closed. Come back to this moment. Turn the corners of your mouth up into a smile if you've got energy for it. And thank you for joining me today. Take care.